Aloha, everyone, and welcome to Just a Position, the podcast where we explore mental health, vulnerability, and life journeys featuring some of the creators you know and love. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Just a Position YouTube channel and stream our episodes. New episodes are out every Thursday, and you can listen to them on Spotify, Odyssey, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And today, you may notice that I have someone in person, a very special VIP controversial for no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, wow. amazing person that i'm so excited to have yeah 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 young thank you i'm so <laughs> glad to be here finally and this, you guys you guys don't even know how amazing the studio space is but you'll see in the future most likely but thank you for having me here of course I love being here of course it's so cool to have you in hawaii yeah. it's it's so awesome because i know like how long ago was that? I think it was like a year ago where we met up and we got boba together here. It was. In it was a year ago. Yeah. And you took me to the best place ever. Oh, I don't yes. even remember what the place was called. So oh my I'm god! Sad, no worries. I'll give you the hookup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so good to see you again. Like uh, you travel here pretty frequently, right? Because you have family who lives exactly, here. Exactly. Yeah. I. I I probably come to Oahu specifically maybe like six to ten times a year, like wow. just depending on like family and like weather, my scheduling situation. But yeah, yeah. I come here pretty often. Uh, I won't so say cool. I'm a local, but I know <laughs> I know at least Honolulu, Waikiki, the tourist area is pretty well. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you're you're seasoned. You know all the spots, especially the food spots, yes. as we were just talking seen, about. Yes, that's where I'm at. <laughs> this man is the ultimate foodie. I feel like I anytime I need any recommendations in LA, I will be hitting you up. Oh, you for you any. Better. <laughs> start upping up with my content with my la stuff too but that's yeah. a good idea that'll, that'll give me good motivation yeah yeah no i let me know how i can support <laughs> but thank you so much for coming in the studio today like i'm really excited to have you here to like have a conversation especially as like a fellow skincare content creator yes. because i'm able to have like it's so cool having this podcast to be able to talk to so many different types of people but like with you i'm just like oh there's just a deeper level of like understanding and mm. you know mutual pain that we oh, use <laughs> so it's great pain, to have man. you <laughs> thank you so much for coming in i'm gonna start off um by doing some rapid fire questions okay, um okay. just you know because i'm genuinely interested and also for anyone who's listening or watching who might not know who you are but if you guys have tiktok then you, you already know who this man is i hope you guys know <laughs> definitely or you page help me <laughs> We'll go into the rapid fire questions. So first, uh, just quickly describe like what you do. What is it that you do online? I mainly make uh, skincare content as entertaining and educational as possible. Yes. Whichever way you want to take it is up to you. Mm-hmm. But whatever, my thing definitely is don't do what I do. Just do what I say, okay? So whatever I do, don't copy me. Just listen to my advice, and that's all that matters. You sacrifice your skin so that the rest of exactly. us, you know, can can excel and learn what not to do. Because I feel like not many people take risks with their skin. Because yeah. it is a very fragile thing, and it's, like, you know, yeah. huge, like, insecurity, confidence kind of ruin it if you do Definitely. mess it up. So, but for me, it's like, it's okay. In a good way. <laughs> I admit I'm ugly, so it's okay. Oh, I will do it for you guys. Stop I will do it for it. you guys. Stop Everyone it. else can say beautiful, aesthetic, bougie, but I'll be on the opposite. Oh end. my god! You know? No, y'all, you don't even see the glow, the beautiful, clear, glowy skin that I'm sitting across from. So don't even start with that. <laughs> it's because I'm sweating. <laughs> it's the humidity. <laughs> no, um, I honestly like. I remember when I first discovered your content because so many people were tagging me in your videos, oh, um, which I always like feel a little that. like nervous and scared and and feel bad about sometimes because ooh, sometimes people can be rough in the comment sections and I'll get into that later because I have some questions about that but um, I remember people were tagging me in your videos 
And I loved your videos because they're, like you said, it's the perfect marriage of entertainment and education, which is exactly why I started my channel. Because I was like, I am not someone who can easily consume skincare content that is purely just information and very yes. analytical and very data heavy. I need the entertainment, the personality, the the drama. Exactly. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I love this guy because he literally <laughs> like has that philosophy too. It's so, it's so fun to see, even yeah. if I, you know, disagree with what you do with, to your skin. <laughs> we don't always have to agree with everything. <laughs> But it was crazy exactly. because like definitely when I started like because I was making videos even on Instagram when Instagram wasn't like a video platform it was still oh, very okay. photo heavy okay. so a lot of people were just like you know young like maybe you should just go back into photos mm -hmm. but I suck at taking photos I'm so mm, bad there's just okay. something about me I've taken classes I've like, really I've like okay. shadowed people who are like great editors great photographers and wow. I'm just so bad I don't have like the photographer's eye, you know. I just don't have that creative vision. Wow. So well, you have the videographer's eye, definitely. I don't like know. Like, videos. nowadays, I'm looking at other people's videos, and they're, like, next-level editing. I'm oh, like, gosh. Okay, no. I should start learning more. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> yours are great. I see, like, the depth of field and, like, the deal. deal. Do you use, like, a... Yeah, we were just talking. You use like a nice camera to film your videos. I use a nice camera. That's like yeah. my only like, you know, <laughs> I say it's my skills, but no, it's all the camera, you know, but <laughs> no. I do my best with what I have, I guess. No, you're you're doing amazing. And everyone, please go check him out on TikTok and on Instagram. I will have his links in the description box down below. Go check him out because your content is genuinely hilarious and super entertaining. Thank you. Next rapid fire question. What is the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning? The first thing I do, mm -hmm. oh, I always wash my hands with cold water. That's the very first thing. Really? Because when I oh. do that, it like it like shocks my body and like I get really sweaty in my sleep. So I like mm. I feel like I don't want to touch anything until I wash my hands. So wow, and it like wakes you up. Yeah, it like super wakes. Oh, up. that's such a smart idea. I have not even like thought of doing that, but that totally makes sense. Like the cold water just kind of like gets your system going. Oh, that's yeah. super cool. I didn't like really think about that until like i went to like an old school like church retreat mm -hmm. and then like the like the camping grounds only had like mountain water and it was winter so it was like always oh. cold but then like we would always stay up to like 3 4 a.m talking with each other but we have mm -hmm. to wake up at seven oh, so i realized shit. like when i wake up and I have to like wash my hands or like wash my face i was like mm -hmm. oh my god this cold water like woke me up so fast oh so ever gosh. since then i was like every morning just cold water wash my hands okay just like re-traumatizing yourself every morning i love <laughs> it, it. <laughs> works that's, yeah, that's so cool. i'm definitely like going to try that out because that sounds really interesting Yay. okay cool what would you say is your biggest fear biggest fear oh it's kind of weird but like spiders like oh, i can't arachnophobia. do spiders okay. yeah i can't do, or just bugs in general but spiders specifically like okay there was like this one picture book in like elementary in the library, I remember, and every other page was a blown up close up photo of spiders. But it was supposed to be educational, uh -huh. but no, that should traumatize me so oh bad. God, that's like a horror I, book yeah, to you. I still have to like, <laughs> it's so bad, but there's like a couple times I have to like call up my neighbor. Uh -huh. Like three of them, like really? Because I'm like, well, if this shit doesn't go away, like I can't go to sleep because I feel like it's gonna crawl in my mouth or something. Oh, so yeah, you yeah, know, I, I know people like that. Like my that. best friend in high school, like she literally, when she was taking a shower, saw and she was home by herself, saw a spider on the other side of the bathroom and called the fire department to come and remove the spider just so she could function. If, if if it gets to that point, I might, man, because <laughs> I can't deal with spiders at all. Wow. Okay. Intense fear of spiders. Okay. Uh -huh. You know, I am 
the complete opposite of that. I'm usually the person that if people are freaking out that a spider is there, I'm just like, wait. I'm like the good Samaritan that like picks up the spider, gives it a little kiss and like lets it run on oh, its way. Oh, you give it a kiss? No, I don't. I don't. I'm not, I'm not that white. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I just will always like protect it. And I'm just like, okay, just go your way before, you know, people try and kill you. <laughs> you have such a kind soul, man. If there was like a weapon specifically for spiders, I would use it like on the daily. I would go hunting for that. No worries. I'll send you Amazon links to flamethrowers. So <gasps> you're all good. Thank you. <laughs> okay, next question. What would you say is your newest hobby? Like your recent thing that you've just found a lot of interest in? Ooh, newest hobby. It's kind of random, but um, I actually got more into like After Effects. <gasps> yeah. I love After Effects. Like I started like, especially on TikTok, like, mm -hmm. like every new generation of people who are just starting social media or TikTok in general, like their editing skills are like next level. Yeah. I'm like, how do you guys do that? They're like, oh, it's After Effects. I'm like, yeah. So I just like started copying like YouTubers at first, but then they're kind of like all over the place with their instructions. Mm -hmm. So I'm starting to take like, like, like master classes. Nice. Like step by step. Okay, and super yeah, cool. After Effects, you can do so much. Oh my like, God, it's incredible. And for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what After Effects is, it's an Adobe software that, you know, um, movie teams will use to create CGI, yeah. cinematic effects. Um, so I started learning After Effects when I was, I think I was 11 years old and just started like doing it for fun. I would like re-download the free trial every 30 days because <laughs> I couldn't afford it. And uh, I, my little sibling and I would just spend hours on After Effects. And when I tell you that that is one of the most incredible softwares out there, like you can create entire worlds, like fake worlds from absolutely nothing in exactly. videos. It's, it's amazing. If you learn After Effects, that is like an extremely valuable skill. Seriously. In life. So and I saw you. what it was like even two years ago and what you mm -hmm. can do now. Yeah. They've like, invested so many resources into After Effects, you can do everything with like a click of a button now. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, I want to so, talk to you after that because I want to geek out with you. I, I love, After, love Effects after Effects. Right okay, super cool. And then what is your go-to coffee order? Oh, coffee order, just straight black. Yeah. Either straight black or just yes. espresso, whichever. Okay. Yeah. That's, I think you're like the third person on the podcast who said that. I love that because I am such a coffee purist as well, where I'm like, oh, milk and sugar distract from the flavor tones of the bean, <laughs> you know, sort of thing. And so I always get like black coffee too. Yeah. Is it like, uh, you like iced espresso, iced Americano, or just like regular drip black coffee? Normally it's just regular drip black okay. coffee. Um, but yeah, if, I mean, if I can get espresso, I will because mm -hmm. I just like, I love like bitter tart flavors. Mm -hmm. So like just that astringent flavor is like yeah. way up my alley. I wow. Yeah. That's such a controversial take in LA. I feel <laughs> like. Especially in LA. <laughs> Where my New York people at? I know for yeah. real. Okay. I love that. I love that. Okay, cool. Thanks for answering the rapid fire questions. I yeah. want to get into the more juicy questions. The first of which, um, I know you frequently use St. Ives and you literally brought St. Ives into the office today. So I would just love to know who hurt you. Honestly, I think I'm just hurting myself. Honestly, wow. okay, so this is a story I tell a lot of people. Like, I feel like, okay, I grew up with a great childhood. I think I really did. Good. Like, no That's trauma, awesome. no, no, I guess not too much bullying. Okay. But it's like, you know, overall my childhood was very good. But at the same time, I'm Korean, so it's kind of like I need drama in my life. <laughs> so I feel like I just create the drama. So it's kind of like I'm just doing this to myself, honestly. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know, self-trauma. Okay, self-inflicted trauma. I don't know. 
I like it. <laughs> okay, well, I have some crisis lines I will give you. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Every week, uh, my friend sends me one or two, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so funny, like, because you utilize St. Ives in so much of your content. I honestly think that's your claim to fame, really, because... It really is. Yeah. yeah. And, a lot of those videos... Yeah, yeah. They explode. And it's so funny because I see so many tags from people who are genuinely infuriated and are, like, expecting me to just be absolutely like angry and disgusted and horrified <laughs> and like repel you. But I think it's, it's so funny because the way that you utilize St. Ives a lot is kind of like showing, I, I think you give a very fair perspective, but you also kind of like show, you know, the downsides of being overly harsh with your skin and like, kind Oh of what yeah. That can do, you know, course. but like explain your relationship with St. Ives. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, no one really told me about, like, exfoliating when mm -hmm. I was, like, back in, like, middle school. Like, elementary, middle school. So, like, I used to just, like, use, like, my nails. Like, like yo, so, like, I used to, like, wash my face with a cleanser and use, like, my nails to, like, scratch my face. Because I saw a lot of people doing that. Oh so, God. I was like, oh, I guess that's, like, a natural way. And then I <laughs> moved on to using, like, what is it? Like, a face towel? And okay, that was a little okay. bit more gentle. But then I realized, like, I kind of didn't like that because, mm -hmm. first of all, I just think I was doing my laundry wrong. So, like, I would break <laughs> out a lot. Oh, no. So yeah. then I finally asked someone at, I think it was Rite Aid at the time. Okay. Is Rite Aid still in business? I don't yeah, know. I oh, they is. are? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Rite Aid and I just asked, like, a random person. I was like, oh, like, what can I do to, like, help get rid of my dead skin? Because, mm -hmm. like, I still had, like, flaky skin at that time because mm -hmm. I was just doing a lot of stupid stuff. And she was like, oh, like, try this product. Thing. I was super popular. And at that time, mm -hmm. it was, like, the best product ever, you know? Okay, yeah. So I tried it and I was like, oh, this is actually a really good product. Mm -hmm. And I just kept experimenting with it. And, of course, as, like, a stupid kid that I was, I, like, overly used it, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I thought that was, like, the right thing to do. Like, mm -hmm. oh, my skin is more raw. It's more yeah. red. It must We've be all doing that, all these know? good things. And then I just kind of learned from that and pulled back and I realized, oh, so all of these issues that people have with St. Ives, it's just because they're just overly using it. Mm -hmm. And I learned that from like a very young age. So mm -hmm. ever since then, I was just like, oh, St. Ives is actually a pretty okay product. Okay. You know? Especially for the price point. Back then, you used to yeah. be one ninety nine. You used to be one ninety nine. Oh, okay. those were the days. Oh, <laughs> God, I used to skip lunch. I just starved just for like one or two lunch sessions and just buy my St. Ives, dude. Totally worth it. Honestly, dedication to the skincare. I love to see it. Um, you know, I I have my personal opinions on St. Ives, but I do think you're partially, like, I do partially agree with you in the sense that, like, even though as a product, I'm not necessarily a fan, I do think the primary problem is just people overusing it, over exfoliating mm. your skin. And that goes for any scrub. That exactly. goes for any serum, any exfoliating treatment, whatever it may be. Because, you know, it was such a weird loophole on TikTok, even like what a year ago, two years ago, to see people, you know, like uh, complete, like throwing away St. Ives on their shelf, for example, <laughs> but then using the ordinary HA peel like every day. And every I'm just like, day no. For like 30 minutes at a time. And I'm like, no. Dude, yeah. Some people are wild, man. <laughs> but definitely, like, without St. Ives, I wouldn't have learned my like methodology of how mm -hmm. to test products mm -hmm. because for me it was like even if you do damage your skin like it's it's not always that product's fault yeah it most likely majority of the time from my experience it's the user error yeah. it's always a user error so from that i always realized oh okay so even though a product may be bad 
I'm not just gonna give up on it after one try. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. keep trying different ways, and then after like a hundred tries, if it's still bad, then I'll get rid of it. But until yeah. then, I'm just gonna keep trying over and over. That's good. That's awesome. And that literally like leads into like one of the questions I had, which is that your knowledge of products and your experimentation and like testing of different products is like unmatched seriously like i'm so impressed with (laughs) how many products you test on your skin and i admire that because i am someone who like as much as like i love trying new skincare products all the time i really had to pull myself back a lot Mm. because i'm just like oh my god i'm breaking out all the time because i'm testing out so many different things on my face and i think it's like really (laughs) i mean you're like the sacrificial lamb essentially for the online world (laughs) i'm tribute (laughs) just like testing out so many different products and you know getting your thoughts on them so like how do you manage to like find that balance of testing out so many products trying out so many different things and talking about it while still keeping your skin looking like how it looks because it's like flawless man no (laughs) oh wait i have a really funny story to tell you afterwards Okay. okay but definitely like with me i consider skincare more about like finding solutions rather mm-hmm. than like attacking a concern mm-hmm. because at the end of the day like skin will always be forever changing and mm-hmm. instead of trying to figure out like how to get rid of pimples or dark spots or acne it's more about yeah. like if something like that happens what can you do to like calm it down because mm-hmm. it's going to come up again sooner or later yeah. you know so for me it's like even if i do a lot of even if I use a lot of products that may ruin my skin, mm-hmm. I have the next layer of new products that might help calm down those side effects that I had from those previous products. So it's just like gotcha. a never-ending cycle. Like yeah. I use products, if it did something bad, I have new products to help calm it down. If something did bad happen again, I, it's just a constant cycle of solutions. Yeah, so. it's like a revolving door. Yeah. yeah, I feel that because in I, I've, I've become a little bit more relaxed about it now, but in the middle of like me just being like, oh my God, I have to test out a new product every other day and like do this, change up my skin constantly to find the best recommendations for my audience. Yeah. Um, it was always like, I would do that for like a week my skin would freak the fuck out. And then I just go in with barrier repair products and yeah. just the, my tried and true ones that I know will get my skin back on track for two weeks. And then the next week, redestroy my skin again. And exactly. it was just like this pendulum swing back and forth of like creating damage, undoing damage, yeah. <laughs> essentially. But and like, what are, you, what are some of your favorite like go-to products to like repair your skin? Repair, honestly, at the end of the day, like, if I have to choose one product, then it's always going to be Crave Beauty's Crave Berry. Like, yes, always. That is literally mine, Let's too. Let's go, Leah, Crave Beauty. Yes. Yeah, no, always. Like, if anything, like, if, if I'm like, oh, shit, Young, you went too far, then I literally just go super minimal and just go Crave Beauty, Crave yes. Berry, really. Like, that's it. Like, literally. And I then other it. than that, I just try to keep things minimal, you know, just yeah. using that sunscreen, just staying away from the sun, not yeah. exercising that day until, like, my skin heals. And I yeah, love that. Literally, the last podcast episode we had was with Leah um, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Crave Beauty has been mentioned I think this is what the fifth or sixth episode that like Crave Beauty has been talked about because not by me by my guests and then I add on to it because I'm a big fanboy of Crave Beauty but like <laughs> literally I'm not even kidding every single time my skin freaks out every time I have a reaction to a product whatever it may be I go in with Great Barrier Relief and it just dude GBR is like next it. level like yeah. holy grail like it will never yeah. it will always be a product I gift recommend and like mm-hmm. use on myself 24 7 it's so. the best thing ever like seriously anyone good who's job, listening Leah, or watching job, yeah seriously I remember Thank Leah you. made a video talking about like products that she wished she formulated because she loved all those formulas. That's how I feel about Great Barrier Relief. Dude, I'm just like, for real, what right? magic shit did you pour into this formula to make it so 
incredible. Anyway, I can go on and on and on about how good Great Barrier Relief is. If you guys like want to check it out, I will have it linked down below. Dude, for sure. But um, okay, so you've tried a bunch of different skincare hacks. Um, it's just so many different ones. Ones that have gotten popular on TikTok. You've mm. created some of your own <laughs> hacks for better or for worse. Oh, man. <laughs> what would you say is like the best hack, like the skincare hack that you've used on your skin? The best hack, I'd say um, maybe like the easiest one is to like just leave on your cleanser because, you know, some mm. cleansers have like very minimal amounts of active ingredients. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if you don't have the money or the budget to go out and buy like a dedicated mask, if you have a mm. cleanser that has like salicylic acid then mm -hmm. just leave it on, you know, I, I yeah. forgot who I learned it from. I think it was, I think it was Susan Yara. I think she was. The yeah, one that makes sense. It. Yeah. That so makes sense. Just leave it on real quick for like two minutes maybe after mm -hmm. you wash your face and just rinse it off and that's like a little like mini mask you know that's so, such a smart yeah. idea i love that actually i'm literally in the middle of filming like an affordable skincare series right now mm. can i steal that and yeah because yeah. <laughs> that's like i that's such a good idea because i've always recommended like if people want to cut costs on like you know active products like mm. a serum or an exfoliant or something like that i recommend you know cleansers with it in it but i didn't even consider like how that can really help to like cut the cost and increase the efficiency yeah, by just leaving it on your Because I always thought about it. I'm like, if you cleanse your face with these active products, they're only on your skin for like 30 seconds, yeah. maybe 10 seconds for some people, yeah. you know? But yeah. it's like, what if you Down left it on longer? So it's like, oh, then you're getting your money's worth with active products. So, That's so smart. Yeah, I love that. I definitely. love that. Finally, a hack that doesn't fucking resolve, revolve around St. <laughs> Ives. God damn. Wow. <laughs> well, I use it with St. Ives the most because they have 2% salicylic acid. Let's go sponsor they me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't they sponsor me? They haven't sponsored you? No, they haven't, dude. Okay. I've been making content for them for like four years. Okay, man. wait a second. As much as I absolutely abhor St. Ives as a formula, they, they, their representatives are very nice. They're, they're a nice company. But as much as I abhor the formula... I take personal offense to the fact that you have not been sponsored by them yet. I have not been I have not been contacted by them. I have not oh. been I don't even think they follow me on Instagram, man. What? <laughs> yeah, and I tag them like crazy. I've I've tried to like create like a little riot. I'm like, everyone go tag St. Ives, oh you God. know? And no attention, wow. no response. I tag them in my stories. They don't even read my Instagram, so they don't see my Instagram stories, man. I started St. tagging Ives, them on TikTok better. stories and they don't even see that either, man. Oh my God. Yeah, but it's okay. One day, I, I, I just know that the second they contact me, like, I'm probably just going to break down and cry and be like, this is it. I don't need to work with anyone else anymore. <laughs> like, St. Ives is all I need. Please document that. When you do <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Okay, I will document that, dude. Oh, my God. Well, um, speaking of, you know, uh, documenting, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the personal chaos that can be inflicted by the internet, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to ask you, like, you have essentially welcomed the wrath of tick, the skincare TikTok and all the brutal opinions yeah. that are on there. And I, I say that because like even with me creating TikTok content and then I see just the arguments that just spiral out of control over mm. a skincare ingredient or a skincare product in the yeah. comment sections. I'm just like, holy shit, you have kind of like a dove head first into it, I would say, <laughs> yeah. by like doing things on in your content that so many people are just like, what the hell are you doing to your skin? Exactly. Scrubbing your skin that way, doing all this different stuff. Um, and so I, I wanted to ask you, like, how do you handle 
that kind of like critical attention because uh, I know that you have like such a huge loving audience, which I absolutely love. But I feel like initially at the beginning, there would have been a lot of like people commenting oh, like, yeah. what are you doing to your skin? Why a would you do that? People. I feel like it's because mainly they just didn't understand what I was trying to do mm-hmm. because, you know, for the most part, Almost everyone I followed at the time, even before TikTok, everyone was taking skincare so seriously. Yes. Yep. And it had to be about like aesthetics and like you have to do everything right. There's a certain order. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't like that because it's so boring mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. just trying to like kind of like half and half like be serious about my content, but troll yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Because the trolling part is a fun, entertaining part, you know? And like mm-hmm. I felt like since not many people were on TikTok and I didn't know TikTok was going to blow up. Mm-hmm. So that was my like little like way of like getting away from the whole Instagram bougie crowd and just mm-hmm. like trolling everyone, making fun of the skincare community. <laughs> and then, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, TikTok blew up. And then now everyone's unfortunately people were taking it way too seriously, you know. They're like, What did you do to your skin? Like, oh my god, like so and so said you shouldn't do that. I'm like, mm-hmm. I where are you coming from? <laughs> like, where are these people? I didn't know so many people are on this app, you know? Yeah. yeah, so it got pretty gnarly. And then I just yeah. decided to just dive head first because the more you resist them, mm-hmm. the more they want to like keep adding fuel to yes. the fire. So I was just yeah. like, oh, let me just join you guys. Like, yeah. you know, if you guys are making fun of me, let me make fun of myself too. And yeah. then I realized that's when they were just like, oh, it's not as fun if he's making fun of himself too. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like, oh, we're all having a good time now. Yeah. So no, it's just I fucking love kind it. of like the wave just kind of smoothed over after that. So it that's was easy. That's honestly great. That's so great because I remember when I started, like I saw like the first video and then I like went down a, a trail of like <laughs> watching more videos and I was like, this guy's a genius. Yes. <laughs> like he's so smart for like just, you know, welcoming that and turning it into content. I literally had a conversation with uh, Frederick Chen, um, who he is a YouTuber who will kind of like make videos about like homophobic comments he gets Mm. and like poke fun at them and make fun of them. And I think there's something so cool about just like, taking the bullshittery of the comment section and how seriously people take some things and like the way that people get so worked up about things and utilizing that not only as content but as something you could just poke fun at and just troll along with like i respect that a lot because i'm just like that's that's so cool because i think equally as viewers take content so seriously and skincare Mm. so seriously i think sometimes we as creators can take their responses and their criticism and their viewpoints way too seriously as well. So the fact that you're just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to be a troll. I'm going to roll with this. Yeah. I, I think it's so awesome. I, I really, really think it's great. And all these commenters, like, even though I don't know them personally and like, they don't know me, the way we're like, kind of like bantering each other, mm-hmm. like talking shit about each other, it almost feels like we're already friends. So it's like yeah. that next level of like, oh, okay, I guess we have something in common. We feel a little bit more closer together because we're just making fun of each other. And that's what friends do, you know? So yeah. it's kind of like, oh, this is cool you know yeah so then they just keep coming back because they know that i'm not taking their criticism or their mm-hmm. insults like seriously mm-hmm. because they're just trying to have fun too at the end of the day so yeah, yeah. If you have fun i have fun. we all have fun exactly i love that perspective and that's why for me like i love you know being able to be like friends with you and like I think sometimes, you know, when it comes to the online space, people take like a differentiation of say a skincare opinion, for for Mm. example, so damn seriously as almost if it's like a moral opposition. And, uh, and 
even like for you and I and so many other people too, like whether it be like James Welsh or, you know, like Susan Yara, um, Leah, you even like will have drastically different skincare yes. opinions where like, <laughs> you know, some of us, I'm just like, wow, there's hard to find anything we agree on from a skincare perspective, but it doesn't fucking matter because yeah. it's like, that's something that is your own personal journey and we'll all have our own opinions and express yes. it how we want. But like, that doesn't affect like the way I perceive you, you know, exactly. and so it's cool that you're encouraging that type of relationship with your viewers. Yeah. As well. Cause it's important to let people know that not only in skincare, but just everyone has their own opinions about things, but you can't hate that person because they have a different opinion. You exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah, so. It's just skincare. Like God, I know seriously, <laughs> honestly, people, it's, please don't take it too seriously. It's just fucking skincare. Like yeah. honestly, who cares? Yeah, no, it's great. And your content, the thing I also love about your content is that it just radiates positivity, fun, just like your your personality really shines through and making it just really enjoyable to watch not only from like an entertainment factor of like trying to make the content appealing but just from like your enjoyment and like creating the exactly because so. for me as long as it's fun and entertaining like mm -hmm. for me that's all that matters if you learn something that's great but as yeah. long as you have fun and you had a laugh or, or you smile. That's all that matters. Exactly. You know? And that's, that's social done media. So well. That's what social media should be. You should be having fun. Exactly. I know. Oh, that's that's a necessary reminder for a lot of us. <laughs> well, you started TikTok right at the beginning of the pandemic, right? Literally right at the beginning. Okay. Like a month Same. before. Same with me. Yeah. Oh, I started like a month after the pandemic Yeah. Started. Like yeah. I think it, like officially it started in like March because okay. in February I went to Japan and like that was, a, that was when the borders were still open. And mm, I came mm -hmm. back from Japan at the end of February. And then they were like, okay, everything's on lockdown in March. Mm -hmm. So that's when I started posting on TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think it was like r literally right at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So you've been able to really like see a lot, not only how TikTok has changed, but also like how the skincare community on TikTok has changed as well. So oh, like, yeah. what do you think has really changed since you started? And also where do you see like the platform going? <sighs> I feel like now especially with tiktok misinformation can go <laughs> viral like in an instant and mm -hmm. there's not really much anyone can do to like counter that mm -hmm. because even if someone has like the best i guess like counter argument or like clarification content for that misinformation it doesn't mean it's going to go big or viral or yeah. reach to that the same audience as opposed to the previous video, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that is the biggest issue we have right now is like the spread of misinformation and like people who are just trying to do a lot of stupid things for the sake of doing stupid things just mm -hmm. to go viral. Mm -hmm. Like that part is like definitely wrong. I do love stupid things, but like at least <laughs> there's, there's always a teaching moment, you know, yeah. there's always a teaching moment. So I feel like that is like the very scary part about social media mm -hmm. right now. And I don't know. I feel like a lot of people and like I've spoken to a lot of other creators about this, but the skincare space has been getting very boring. Mm -hmm. So that's why there's even more misinformation, because mm -hmm. a lot of people are starting to realize that's how you get the views. That's yep. how you get the attention. And a lot of people are still very focused on the numbers and numbers. So they're yep. like, well, if that's like the meta right now and like that's what that's the type of content I have to make, then that's what I'm going to make. <sighs> and like everyone yes. is making that even the newer generation of like content mm -hmm. creators and skincare and beauty, like they're all making just very clickbaity, very not healthy content. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult to do like damage control. And that's what I yeah, feel like we're yeah. doing. We're doing damage <laughs> control 24 seven. It's like, please don't listen to that person. Mm -hmm. It's not right. Or like we just try to clarify or like try to get that person to be like, can you expand more on what you're trying yeah. to say? Because at the end of the day, like, you know, it is short form content and you can only mm -hmm. put in so much. So yeah. you want to put in 
whatever is going to be very, you know, trendy or very eye-catching yeah. to the actual viewer. Yeah. But, you know, it's very damaging. Yeah. No, I'm so glad you touched on that because it's really difficult when it comes to TikTok specifically, but just, you know, also a lot of platforms is that there are so many creators. There's so much content so and naturally. Many. And so like so many different accounts essentially competing for attention. So naturally the content that will be most consumed is the most sensationalized is the exactly. most like wow factor in your face. And the, you know, this goes for, I think a lot of things, but in the skincare space of specifically the, the truth and the reality is oftentimes pretty boring. Like when it comes to it ingredients is. and like actives and products and stuff like that. And, and the things that I so often see on social media where it's like, Oh my gosh, I instantaneously got this jawline in 20 oh seconds from God. using the skincare product or like whatever it may be. I'm just like, it's intentionally doing that in order to capture that attention because it is so saturated and there's just so much content. Yeah. And even though like skincare content has gotten boring, the antithesis to that is not great either because it means that misinformation is being sensationalized and being spread. And so like, thank you for challenging, you know, that misinformation. And I completely agree. Sometimes I look at the platform and, you know, skincare is one thing, but with like political issues and social issues and things oh, like that, yeah. where I see the same thing happening, I'm just like, no, this is so bad. It's literally vigilante style it communication is. with no checks and balances. And I'm like, when is it going to get to the point where we start realizing the very real detrimental aspects that this can have yeah. to like our culture and society? And I feel like a lot of creators, especially newer creators, because they're so young. Mm -hmm. They're so young, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like if I were to make the amount of money that these newer creators are <laughs> making, like like even in college, mm -hmm. I would I wouldn't even know what to I was such a stupid kid back that was blowing money like left <laughs> and right. But now I see them, I'm like, oh my god, like of course if they see that that's what success is, they're just gonna keep going for it. But they don't understand like I'm reflecting back on the content I used to make even two years ago and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh shit, like I shouldn't have made that video. Yes. Yeah, it caused a lot of damage. But it's like they don't even comprehend the damage that they're doing right now. Yeah. They're gonna figure it out later, but then it's gonna be like, well, you already created content for two, three years and you influence these kids literally. Mm. And like, that's like, they look up to you. So that's what they think is the yeah. right thing. So it's kind of like, you kind of can't do damage control on that at yeah. that point, especially with social media where the reach is just far and wide. Mm. So yeah, I just hope, you know, all you newer content creators, like, grow up kind of quick you know <laughs> or at least like listen to us a little bit yeah <laughs> like, i mean you, know? you really can't blame them because like the you know being an influencer is literally like the most desired job it in the is. world among young people among gen c specifically and so because our value I, I feel it really comes down to like a value system like our value system has Maybe it's shifted, maybe it hasn't, but whatever it may be, our value system resides in attention and, yes. you know, attention marketing in, you know, gathering all that. Uh, and so when it comes to the balance between genuinely helping people say, maybe improve their skin mm. versus getting that sensationalized attention, I can't blame a lot of, you know, younger people and just, you know, people who are newer to the space for kind of going in that direction because yeah. they'll reap the rewards of it unfortunately so yeah. i mean thanks for being you know responsible with that because <laughs> sometimes i know on my end too i'm just like oh my gosh it's so hard to find like content on tiktok that is combating misinformation so i think it's yeah great. i mean i think that's the main reason why i love the skincare community in general because mm -hmm. like in the beginning like 
all the fame and glory was to all skin influencers. Yeah. All the skin influencers, like everyone listens to them. But now, like, estheticians are rising to fame, yeah. derms are rising to fame, yes. chemists are coming into the scene. It's so, like, so and great. now there's, there's uh, even like suppliers and stuff that are coming yeah. to the scene. So, I'm like, well, this is kind of crazy. So, now instead of everyone just listening to one person, there's a huge checks and balance system yes. going on, you know? So, that's what I really love. Like, everyone has their own, like, Speciality, you know, like skin influencers will test a lot of products. Derms mm -hmm. will really have the tried and true medical background. Chemists will mm -hmm. break down little scientific stuff. So it's like it's a really great way of method of like doing damage control within a community itself. So yeah. if we see misinformation, then we can show another creator or another mm -hmm. different type of person in a different area yep. of the field, and they can really help clarify all the misinformation out there. And that's the great thing about us, like, I really love the sneaker community for that. Yeah, I uh, love that you touch on that because I completely agree. Like, I think when I first, you know, entered the, the space, you know, on, on YouTube and stuff like that, before TikTok started growing or anything like that, there was so little information about skincare. And yeah. the information that oftentimes was present was highly complex skincare information that was only really relevant to people who were already pretty steeped within the skincare exactly, community. Yeah. And um, and then when I was able to, you know, grow and stuff like that, I was like, oh, wow, people are really consuming so much skincare content. Um, that's a lot of pressure that makes it nervous because, you know, there's, there's only a few skincare content creators that are creating that information. But now there's dermatologists, there's estheticians, there's chemists, there's so many people who I'm just like, yes, these people have so much knowledge and expertise and they they've literally do. gone to school for so long. Yeah. Like, it's so great that they're sharing information in a way that is digestible to people who you know, wouldn't have ever in the past been able to know about any exactly. of this information. And I'm so glad because like at that time, like before Derms came onto the scene, I felt like a lot of people were giving us pressure, like, what's the solution for this? What's the solution? <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know, yeah. dude. Like I didn't I didn't go to yes. med school for this. So uh -huh. it's like I felt like a lot of creators were like coming up with home solutions <sighs> or like yes. random treatments. And I'm yeah. like you can do that, but it's kind of weird, you know? So that's why I'm mm -hmm. so glad that derms are, like, here. Especially, you know, Dr. Shaw, I love you, man. He's, yes, like, very, love, like, yeah. like, hardcore on, like, this works, this doesn't work, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, straight up. So I really, really like that. So good. I'm just yeah. glad that we have the resources that we do have now. I know, right? It's so cool to see how the community has, like, evolved uh, in that way. And it, it makes me really excited about the future, I think, of the skincare community. Because yes. there is such a diverse conversation going on in terms of all those different things and now you know it's more accessible than ever like I would always feel bad when I saw comments from people being like how do I get rid of this like complex skin condition I've gone to dermatologists or I've gone to estheticians and they haven't been able to help with it and I'm like don't trust me. I know, like, right? I'm, I'm like, like, I'm a skincare content Like, I've worked in the industry, but like, oh my God, I don't know. Like, I don't like, know I'm that. I'm literally you know? just sitting behind a computer, bro. Like, I, I don't know how to help you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I felt so bad because I'm just like, these people are struggling and they really want to figure out a way to improve that. So yeah. now they have access to that without yes. having to pay like, you know, $300 to go exactly. to a dermatologist and see a session. So I'm excited about that with the future. I mean, you uh, have obviously made such an impact within the skincare space online, uh, but you also like have integrated other topics and other things into your content that goes beyond the world of skincare. Like I want to know, like what are some issues outside of, or like issues or interests or things that you love talking about outside of skincare? And also, is there anything like you're aiming to have an impact with, with your content, like anything you're wanting to bring awareness about or talk more about or get more into?
I guess like the most important thing for me is like mental health. I feel like yes. that's like a huge thing right now because mm-hmm. like I I always thought I was like oh, I'm so strong, man. Like mm. I can I can be resistant to anything. But once I started like doing this more like full time mm-hmm. and seeing all these comments from random ass people who don't know who I am, like it really got to me. I mm-hmm. never thought it would get to me ever. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but from the burnout, like I used to work like corporate, like nine to five jobs oh, okay. and then go to the gym afterwards and make content for three, four hours, sleep like three, four hours a day. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like that never really burned me out ever. But mm-hmm. then for some reason, content creation does. Yep. And I always try to like dive into like why, but it's mainly because like every day of your life is like you're working, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And like most people, the solution for that is to like time management, like very section things out where mm-hmm. like you're like zero on your phone, zero technology and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah, just mental health, like trying to figure out a good balance between work and life, figuring out how you can take care of yourself well from all these commenters and hate mm-hmm. comments and stuff like that. Like, I feel like that type of areas where I want to like invest a lot of my resources because it's yeah. starting to come up a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of creators are like, dude, young, I'm so burnt out. Like, how are you not burnt out? I'm like, yeah. I'm always burnt out. Like, I am, <laughs> bro. I am. I'm always burnt out. But you know, there are just ways to like help like manage that. Yeah. And it's like skincare. It's a very individualized process. Like mm-hmm. everyone has their own way of like managing that and like trying to like, become better and healthier and just try to have like a very like a very i guess progressive and like longevity style of like mental like good mental health Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm just hoping i can eventually make content about that but Mm -hmm. it's like i already know a lot of people do make content specifically for this i'm like following them i'm just trying to like learn from them first before i even attempt to make my Mm -hmm. own content but for now i'm just trying to like push out those resources as much yeah. as possible. If you guys have issues, yo, look at this creator, look at this mm-hmm. therapist, look at this psychologist, like here are the resources you need. So I'm just yeah. trying to like, spread the word on that. Thank you for sharing that. I think just in the world today, right now, mental health is becoming a more and more thankfully talked about, but I also think like prevalent issue mm. given our, you know, uh, communication and uh, interactivity being online and kind of the pitfalls of that, in addition to like all the shit that's happening around the world. Like I think for everyone, it's, you know, becoming more and more of a like necessary issue to address, but specifically with creators, like I wish you guys could see, you know, when you follow a creator on TikTok, you can see like their private posts um, that they post. And I was literally talking about this today with my team where I was like, Every single time I get into it, it's creator after creator after creator being like, I'm so burnt out. I don't know if I can do this anymore. I'm so exhausted. What do I do? I don't feel passion for this anymore. I don't feel love for this anymore. And it's constant. It's literally every single time I log into the app, I always see that. And I I think, you know, there is something to be said about, and I've talked about this in podcast episodes before, but I think the issue with, you know, feeling that sense of like burnout and exhaustion from content creation, because I used to work, like I worked two jobs. I was on my feet from like, um, so I would, you know, be going from 4am until 1am and just like repeat, 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 and then upload videos on the side. And I was just like, I'm good. I'm like, I can handle this. This is fine. Like getting so little sleep. And then once I got fully into content creation, the burnout, like the work intensity in comparison was like, not even remotely similar. And I think it's because of the psychological aspects, to be honest, like what you were saying, like yeah. being able to work in that corporate environment, but, um, and being able to handle all that, but just the mental state that you're kind of constantly in, um, yeah, all c- the time is, is not to mention like the, the hate comments and stuff like yeah. that. I, I, how do you best 
help your mind throughout that? What has really like worked for you or has helped make it a little bit easier? I just try to think of it as like, they're just bored, you know? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, like a lot of people don't see social media like how creators do. Like mm -hmm. we see it as like our work, like we're really trying to connect with that person one-on-one, -on -one, but most other people just want to have fun. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's their way of just letting out steam or yeah. trying to be creative. So I'm mm -hmm. just like, okay, I guess I'll try to have fun with you too, you know? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like I know, I know, I know, I know they mean no harm. Mm -hmm. Like they don't mean any like real harm and stuff yeah. like that. So that's why it's kind of like, you know, it's okay. You know, like for me, I'll just try to like resist it. But then one thing that really helped me a lot was like, I started like lurking a lot of these haters <laughs> and they're just like kids. They're like nine, <laughs> 10 years old, you know? Yeah. Are you even allowed to be on TikTok? But anyway, know. you know, like, but they're just, they're like children. So that's, mm -hmm. I'm like, it's fine. Like when I was a kid, I used to be stupid like that too. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like, you know, I'll just let them have their fun, you know? Yeah. Eventually yeah. they'll grow up. So it's yeah. fine. I've always compared it to just like, like anyone who's like gone to school and like been bullied or like, you know, been picked on or anything like that. I think at one point, a lot of people come to the realization where they're like, this is a reflection of their life experiences, exactly. their worldview, the things that they have going on at home or whatever trauma is happening in their life that's influencing them to do this. This is not a reflection of my actions or who exactly. I am or yeah. all of that. And so I think by having that kind of perspective, whether, you know, it is content creation that you're doing or whether, you know, it's just in any other capacity, in a work capacity, in life, relationships, whatever it may be, I think for me, that's always like definitely helped. And I think with what you're saying, like how many kids are yeah. actually kind of at the uh, forefront of some of the most horrific dude, comments are, that I've ever seen in my life. They are just so like, creative oh. lately. <laughs> like, wow. No, oh my God. Low key, I kind of live for the comments that are just absolutely brutal with like the name calling and stuff like that because sometimes I'm just like, damn, you should like be a comedian in the future dude, because you're so I'm, funny. Like dude, these, a these lot insults of these are kids, so creative. Like I, if, if I grew up with them in real life, like back in middle school, I probably would have like literally like shut down so bad because they are so creative <laughs> yes. and it hurts sometimes, you know, but I know they're just words, so it's fine, yeah, but yeah. it's so creative, dude. Yeah. Oh, God. I know. I can't. I can't even imagine what bullying is like nowadays. Oh my God! Yeah, like oh, moment of silence for you know what what kids have to go through now because when I see that on TikTok, I'm just like, oh my Dude, God! Dude, seriously, it's crazy. It's can wild. you can you imagine if like you were just in like a group of friends and making content and like your friends were like leaving hater comments like that on each other and yeah. you see them at school and stuff like I would not be able to handle that at all yeah it's awful like I remember when I was in school and I went through a period of bullying and being able to go home and get away from that environment was literally mm. like the best thing ever because I was like I don't have to deal with that I don't have to be faced with it but nowadays with like TikTok and platforms and social media I'm just like with cyberbullying in addition to that and all that kind of stuff I'm just like oh my god yeah, I'm man. so glad I'm not a kid right now but Dude, I feel like so bad for kids thank god I did not have to grow up with cyberbullying like mm -hmm. there was no really such thing back then you know because everything was so slow we didn't even really have like internet on our phones mm -hmm. so that's why it was like such a great growing up experience but every time I hear about like my friends or their kids like growing up with like constantly on Twitter, on Instagram, mm -hmm. like that's their main function of like communication with their friends. Even at school, I'm like, your friend is right there, talk to them, you know? But they're just like <laughs> DMing each other. I'm like, that's so weird. <laughs> and I remember I saw this video on TikTok, it, it like blew up. It was like in a high school, everyone was having lunch together mm -hmm. and they're just all 
talking to each other on their phones. And there was wow. one time where they all laugh at the same time because they're in a group chat. They go, ah, like, it's like, why don't you get to tell each other the joke or something, you know? <laughs> I can't. So, man, That's I so wild. I would not be able to live in that world. Man, we sound so fucking old. <laughs> We're just oh, like down these kids and their phones. My space and angel, let's go. Hey. <laughs> um, I want to ask, like, uh, as we kind of like wrap up, like, I love that you touch on mental health because that's literally like a pillar of this podcast and something that I've talked a lot about on my channel and I think just needs to be destigmatized and like yeah, talked about definitely. more. Um, with your personal experiences, you know, whether it be from social media, or not on social media, like, what recommendations do you have for anyone out there who might be struggling, you know, with uh, mental health, you know, struggles because of the environments that they're in or, you know, feelings of inadequacy or criticism that they're facing or, you know, anything, what, what has really worked for you and what would you recommend as kind the of advice? Number one advice is like, just talk to someone like literally mm -hmm. it could be a friend, even your parents, most people are very afraid to talk to their parents, but even mm -hmm. if it's your parent, it could be a friend. If you mm -hmm. want to, you know, hire like a therapist to talk to just, yeah talk to someone because very rarely very rarely has anyone said no i don't want to talk to you mm -hmm. you know it's like they're always willing to lend an ear to mm -hmm. like listen to hear you out to actually walk you through things especially if they're like an older person where they have more wisdom where they can actually help and maybe they had that similar experience too so definitely talk to someone like yes. regardless of what you're going through don't be shy like honestly everyone's willing to talk to you mm -hmm could be a random person too like honestly. yeah yeah that's true yeah. i love that um I, I that's something that i stress so much like i personally stress the importance of therapy a lot like for anyone who is able to access it mm. and i'm not sure if, if you go to therapy but it's like amazing for that reason because it literally if nothing else is someone who you can just vent to you can cry to you can talk to but whoever that could be in your life like yeah. I, you know i had moments in my life where i wasn't able to have a therapist and i was able to open up to a close friend and talk about what i'm going through and being able to just process it in that way yeah, i think is so beneficial because like just gets talking it about it out loud and then not only not having to have someone else's opinion like thrown in there but just mm -hmm. being able to like say it out loud and hear someone else's opinion from a different perspective really helps like click things in your head and then mm -hmm. you can process it a lot better. Yeah. So that's why I really like talking to other people. It just helps, you know, it really does help. I love that. I love yeah. that. Thanks for sharing. And I'm excited to see more mental health content from you whenever you're yes. like ready to like ready. post about that yeah. <laughs> in the future, <laughs> in the future. I'm excited to see because I love seeing everyone's individual journeys and kind yeah. of, you know, peeling back the curtains a little bit, um, peeling back the St. Ives bottles to like go <laughs> know what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Dude, and I loved it. yeah, thank you so much for your St. Ives gift. I will be, Sponsored. you know, rejecting it. Uh, yeah. But thank you for thinking about it. <laughs> I'll send you a pack of 60 later. <laughs> and, you know, I will, you know, I might even break my St. Ives band to reach out to them and be like, yo, <gasps> you need to sponsor. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I that will be my dream. That is literally my dream. It's to work with CIs. After that, I have nothing to work for. It's okay. Oh so, my god. It wow. might be, you know, like uh completely going against my morals, but for you, <laughs> it's something I'm willing to do. That'd be sick. Dude. But um where can people follow you online? Um definitely uh YouTube, uh Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Uh it's just yeah, 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 young. It's all the same. All the same. Why yeah. why why? It's three yas, okay? Yes. Everyone thinks it's two yas. But I've then, noticed that. Everyone thinks yeah. it's ya ya young, but it's ya yeah, ya. Everyone young. calls me ya ya or ya ya young. I'm like, you know there's three in there. <laughs> 
There's three Yaya's people. But yeah. <laughs> just in case there's someone else who created an account that's Yaya Young. And oh. They have like 5,000 followers right now. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah, really? they have a lot. Okay. And like they posted nothing. So it's kind of like kind of wild. But <laughs> oh, well, I guess it go. works. Stealing your shine. <laughs> yeah, everyone, please go follow uh, Yaya Young um, on yes. all his platforms. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the Juxtaposition YouTube channel and stream our episodes wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you again for coming on. I'm Dude, really, really happy it, that you were I able to be here in Hawaii. And yeah, we're going to check out and go get some food after this. So thank you to everyone who's listened. And this has been a presentation of Cadence 13, an Odyssey studio, new episodes every Thursday. And you can stream wherever you listen to your podcasts. Bye, guys.